his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us on this Monday evening. S915, Executive Office of Health Policy. That was passed by the Senate. I don't remember a whole lot of debate about it, but according to Josh Kimball, this will effectively put all of these departments under one person, but they don't want him to be called a health czar. Let's talk to State Representative Josiah Magnuson, who's got some real issues with this bill. Josiah, welcome to the program. How are you? Thank you, Charlie. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Tell us, what are your issues with this bill? Well, I I think there's quite a few things we could talk about. We could be here all night, (laughs) but, um, you know, I think as I was listening last hour, you know, and you were talking about how you're sick and tired of being an experiment. I think that that's where we all are right now. And, you know, we're moving toward, it feels like a Frankenstein world where, you know, we're going to just be locked down and mandated and we're not going to have a voice on uh, any of this, uh, we're really looking at, you know, our freedoms uh, being in the balances here. I don't think that it's too much to say that. And, you know, we need to be serious about uh, protecting our freedom, especially as it comes to these uh, emergency situations where the government has this opportunity to really um, exercise greater control during a quote unquote pandemic or health emergency. Um, And S915, this health czar bill, you know, it's got some good things. And I agree that we need more accountability over DHEC. You know, that's one of the problems we have with um, our state government. We have these bureaucracies that aren't really accountable to anybody. And that's one problem, like with the uh, SEDOT. That's why we can't get our roads fixed is because yeah. it's really not accountable to anybody in particular. So I'm not against accountability, but this is centralization. It's just putting all of these bureaucrats under one chief bureaucrat and giving him the right to command the sheriffs and law enforcement and even the National Guard, um, it's scary. And we've got to, uh, we, we, we can't just pass this bill how it is. Now, it was, it was originally described as being a bill that will decentralize. So it decentralized all of these agencies and then re-centralized them under one person, right? 
Well, it, it's re, yeah, recentralization. I mean, the end effect is that that they all go under basically a new DHEC, um, which instead of being run by a board where you can have dissenting voices and people, you know, give and take at least, you end up with one person. Again, I'm not against accountability, and and I'm grateful that the governor will be able to hire and fire that person. But I think we've seen, like during COVID, that even having the governor in charge of a health emergency is, is not sufficient. Right. You know, I would like to see at the minimum, we need to have the legislature have a voice to be able to remove somebody like this. If there's this health czar that has the power over mental health, over drug issues, uh, as well as over, you know, the, the health emergency and all of this kind of stuff, who can call up sheriffs, like at minimum, we need the legislature to be able to remove that person so that there's some kind of check and balance. And then I would say we need to also take the power away um, to compel these sheriffs and law enforcement yeah. to comply with the regulations, because that should have never been in the law in the first place. It's correct. That's part of existing law. It's, it's scary that that's part of it. But we have this opportunity. It's almost like a slap in the face that they're reenacting that into this new law and not addressing it. We need to take away that power uh, so that the sheriffs and law enforcement, really the best thing would be to say that they don't have to comply, that they can make their own local decision in a health emergency. So we need to be, you know, creating more freedom, not not restricting it. I mean, you're right. It actually calls for bringing in the South Carolina National Guard. It's, it's, it's amazing. Crazy, Charlie. So, it is. It's it, to, for this one chief bureaucrat to have the power yeah. to request the National Guard. If his commands are not followed, then he can call them up and basically enforce what he has to say during this pandemic. And we know what's coming down the pike. We know the WHO World Health Organization yeah. is is creating this treaty. It's going to be signed in May. It's not right. going to be submitted to the U.S. Senate, but it's just going to create this centralized control at an international level. And my concern would be, why would this health czar listen to the people rather than the World Health Organization? Exactly. And why would he use his power to control our law enforcement and our National Guard? Uh, you know, if he, I mean, what, if he has that power, isn't he going to use it? And, and that would be a really concerning situation for me. And this would effectively be the most powerful person in South Carolina. Right. To a point. Sure. Yes. I think the governor would certainly have the power to to hire and fire this person. But, you know, we don't have any assurance that the governor is going to be a great person in the future. Um, We need checks and balances. That's always the case in government. You have separation of powers and and you need somebody to be the buck stops here, which the governor is going to be in this case. But this person, by virtue of not having any dissenting voices around him, by having all of these different agencies under his command, um, that to me is is so much power in one person to not have any check on that with the legislature uh, when we've already seen that, you know, these health emergencies can end poorly during COVID. Yeah. Um, we need to be moving the other direction. We need to be moving towards decentralization. And I think at the minimum, we need to create better ability for our law enforcement um, to protect people's rights rather than making them subject to greater and greater restrictions. So you have a counter bill in the House? So we have, uh, well, there's several different bills. So S-915 is not to be confused with 
S975. S975 is by Senator Corbin. That one's a good one. That one helps us to to stop some of these vaccine mandates and things that are happening. Um, And then my bill directly confronts the WHO treaty. It says that our state is not going to uh, enforce any of these restrictions that come down from the CDC or the United Nations. And my bill is H4246 that says we're not going to even go along with it. Um, And if they do, then there's a cause of action that citizens could sue the state agencies that impose these restrictions on the people. Exactly. We will certainly uh, be taking a look at those. Uh, Representative Josiah Magnuson, member of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. Always a pleasure, sir. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Charlie. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. So, so yeah, so, so when I got on the air, it was either early last week or the week before, and I said that the World Health Organization was going to come up with this treaty. Oh, you should have seen the text line. Charlie, there is no way that this could happen. A treaty has to be ratified by two-thirds of the Senate, and it'll never... No, no, no. There are so many ways around this. So many ways around this WHO treaty. The only thing that has to happen is we need a health czar in South Carolina to go along with the treaty. We need the CDC. We need the, uh, the National Institutes of Health. All to go. We need all of the major health care systems to go along with the World Health Organization. When we are faced with what we are faced with coming out of the WHO, we need to make sure that the people of this state are safe and secure instead of giving all of this concerted, concentrated power to one individual. Can that individual be fired? Yes, absolutely. But will they? We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. From 
from the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 611, one of our favorites, text, you know, Nikki Haley didn't do too bad here in South Carolina. If she wants to keep running, then what's the problem with that? It looks like, to me, there's still a lot of delegates left on the table. (laughs) Oh, okay. And, And this misinformation and propaganda being spread on the right that she has knowledge of persecution coming for Trump... I think Trump uh, got to hire you unusual, got to hire you unusual amounts of votes, even for South Carolina. I think you should you should be investigating if that number could have been manipulated by a Russian bot farm, ladies and gentlemen. I have to award the dumbest text of the day to six one one. Yes, that's right. That's right. The dumbest text of the day. Ta- oh, he didn't win South Carolina. Oh, this is all Russian bot farms coming in. That's that's exactly what it is. Congratulations, 611. Totally drinking the blue Kool-Aid there. Be careful of that stuff. Oh, my Russian bot farms. My butt. My absolute butt. So she's going to stay in through Michigan. She says she's going to stay in the whole way. And so let's take a look at, at, at well, first of all, let's take a look at South Carolina. Because, you know, this was a big win, 59.8 to 39.5 here in Nikki Haley's own home state. Now, I've said before that even John Kasich won his state, and he's the single most disagreeable man I've ever met in my life. He won his. Nikki Haley got trounced here in South Carolina. The only counties that she won were Beaufort County, 55 to 44, Charleston County, 62 to 38. Lots of Democrats down in Charleston County. We all know that's purple at best. And then, as I predicted, Richland County, where she got 58 to 41. In Greenville, 57 42. York County, 58 41. So let's just take a look. A couple of big counties for Donald Trump were, let me just check here, uh, Newberry, 65, Colladin County, 70, Chesterfield, 90, Dillon got 85, Cherokee got 85, Williamsburg, 85, Marlborough got 82, and it goes on and on and on. So no, 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 I'm sorry, 611, it was not a good day. For Nikki Haley. So she's got Michigan coming up next. How does it look in Michigan? Even worse in Michigan. Michigan presidential primary from the Hill. This was put out today. Trump plus 52. Morning consult. Trump plus 60. Washington Washington Post, Monmouth Poll. Trump plus 50. So it's going to be even worse in Michigan than it, it, it was in South Carolina. And then we're going to get into Super Tuesday. And that's going to be an absolute shellacking. Will he have enough delegates after Super Tuesday? No, no, not, not mathematically. He's not. I'm predicting this thing at the very latest is going to be over on March 19th when Arkansas, uh, Florida, Illinois, Kansas, and Ohio have their primaries. Before that, we've got kind of little Tuesday, Georgia, Hawaii, Republican caucus, Mississippi, 
uh, and Washington. That's going to be a big win for Donald Trump. But when we look at Super Tuesday and we're talking about all of those states, Arkansas, California, uh, but uh, Colorado, trying to look out of my bad eye here, uh, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, all of that. Oh, and by the way, early voting ends, I believe, March 2nd for you folks in North Carolina. Now, if you need any information, this is for North Carolina listeners only. we got a lot up there. Text NC Votes to 71307. That's NC Votes to 71307. It'll send you a link to a webpage. It's got all the information you need to know about uh, voting in, in North Carolina. And again, I believe I'm right when I say that early voting is going to stop on March the 2nd. But do your due diligence. Make sure that I'm right on that uh, if you don't mind. So there you go. So no, it's not good for Nikki Haley. Nothing's looking good for her. Especially, I mean, oh my gosh. Now we got Ronna McDaniel stepping down as, as the chair of the RNC. That's good news. Hopefully we'll get... Um, Laura Trump as the vice chair there. That would be awesome. But there's only there's only one story to tell here. And that's that Donald Trump is doing better. Better than he did in 2016. People now like him more and they like the Democrats less. That's pretty darned obvious. Right. So. Just look out for that. No, there's no reason other than her playing spoiler or her thinking that something's going to happen to Donald Trump between now and the convention. Well, if that happens, I will guarantee you it will go to a brokered convention and they will pick somebody other than Nikki Haley, maybe Ron DeSantis, maybe somebody else. We don't know. Maybe somebody else will throw their hat in the ring. Maybe, you know, anybody could do that. So, no, not it's there is no path to Nikki Haley winning this. There's just absolutely none. And the fact that she's hanging in this, I I don't know if it's desperation or she just doesn't want it. Because remember, all she said, all she said was, I've never lost an election and I'm not going to lose this one. Well, Guess what? There's a first time for everything. Charlie, uh, I have spoken with four Democrats that voted against Trump. If they had to vote in their own primaries, it would have been 80-20. Probably right. Probably, yeah, absolutely. Charlie, it seems like the liberal media has been giving more time to Nikki staying in the race than Trump winning South Carolina. Of course. They want Nikki Haley in there. The mainstream media and the Democrats want anybody, anybody but Donald Trump. Even though Donald Trump, every one of those people, every one of those industries, every one of those organizations benefit, benefited Donald Trump. Charlie, our home county of Bamberg went to 65 for Trump. I know. And they know. Charlie, what would happen to President Trump after Super Tuesday if they continue the primary using the remaining amount of delegates? Um, would anyone have a chance to catch her? Uh, hold on. Charlie, what if something would happen to President Trump? Oh, do 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 do. Again, that's going to have to depend on what, because Donald Trump 
has already got after Super Tuesday? You said after Super Tuesday. No, I think after Super Tuesday, if anything happens to Trump, it will definitely go to a brokered convention. And, and Nikki Haley will will cry about it and all of that stuff, but not. Hey, Charlie, maybe Haley's going to uh, be Mike's vice president. Big Mike's vice president, maybe so. Charlie, Nikki's just doing what the Democrats are telling her to do. Well, I tell you what, Americans for Prosperity have dropped her. Remember, they, they dropped DeSantis. They went over to Nikki Haley. Now they've dropped Nikki Haley. Uh, Reed Hoffman, the big Democrat donor that was donating to Nikki Haley, she uh, Reed's dropped her as well. So money is getting short in the Nikki Haley camp. It's going to be it's going to be a big dent in the amount that she's going to be able to spend coming up on Super Tuesday. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk ninety eight nine WORD, the Voice of the Carolinas. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my goodness, this day is absolutely flown by. This is really just screamed by. Oh, by the way, have you seen? Uh, <laughs> so last week I made a joke that Biden was getting some new sneakers. And um, and I said they were they were uh, Velcro and they had a little beeper on them. To let you know when you're about to walk off the stage. Well, I wasn't far off. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden has some brand new sneakers. He's got some new sneakers. He was wearing some of those. I don't know. They look like those Skechers slip-ins, which, by the way, I can't say anything because those look really comfortable. And I've actually thought about buying some myself, but I haven't yet. Those slide-in sneakers. I think one of the, oh, they're advertised on TV. Well, now Joe Biden's got some hokas. He's got to say, he's got, yeah, I got him some $150 hokas. And, boy, I'd say he is sporting around in those things. They do not have laces on them. Now, it's not Velcro. They don't have Velcro on them, but they do have elastic laces with a little retainer clip there so he could. Uh, he doesn't have to tighten his shoes so much. So they will do anything and everything to make sure that Joe Biden does not fall. They are tired of him falling. And he is, we've, he had the big stairs on Air Force One. He fell up those things. They put the lower stairs on Air Force One. He falls up those, falls on stage. This man is going to break a hip. He's, he is going to have to campaign for whatever, and he's not going to campaign, but we know, from a hospital bed. Oh, he's starting to try to go out for the sympathy vote. So, yeah, Joe Biden's sporting some brand new hokas out there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there you go. Uh, by the way, this is an interesting story as well. Do you remember when Tucker Carlson went over to Russia to interview Vla- Vladimir Putin? Do you remember that? 
And all the Democrats lost their minds and all these people. Oh, even, even Sebastian Gorka was like, well, this is not something this is not something a journalist should be doing. With whatever accent that is. I'm not real sure what accent that is. But uh, Sebastian Gorka slammed him. A lot of people in the media slammed him. Because this is the interview. Even Christina Amanpour was like, this is an interview that we've been trying to get for three years. <laughs> oh, oh. Jealous, Christina? Anyway, he goes over to Russia and he interviews Vladimir Putin. Did you know this? According to a report, Tucker Carlson, while he was in Russia, was targeted for an assassination attempt. That's right. New reports published by the Gateway Pundit. In fact, I'll read to you from the Gateway Pundit. A young man has reportedly just been arrested in Moscow in connection with an attempted assassination of Tucker Carlson. According to reporter Simon Atiba, which is a great reporter that Karine Jean-Pierre never calls on, the man has been arrested who was reportedly paid by Ukrainian intelligence to plant an explosive device in a vehicle used by Tucker while he was there to interview Russian President Vladimir Putin. A video has just been released showing a 35-year-old man by the name of Vasilyev uh, Pyotr, Pyotr um, Alekshevich, who claims he was ordered by a main directorate of intelligence of the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense in November of 2023 to take an explosive device to the parking garage of the Four Seasons Hotel in Moscow and place it under the vehicle used to transport Tucker Carlson. He claims he was going to be paid $4,000 for completing the task of attaching the explosive device to Carlson's vehicle, but he was detained in the planning process. Near the end of the videotaped confession, the stone-faced alleged criminal admits his target was American journalist Tucker Carlson, and he says, I am sorry for what I did. Now, there's no verification of this just yet, but don't you think with, with all of the things that they were talking about with, you know, Navalny, him dying in prison over there in, in Russia. No mention of the American journalist that died in prison in Ukraine, but there you go. Don't you think that the United States Congress should look into these claims? That there was actually an assassination attempt on, on, on an American journalist while he was in Russia? I think there should be an absolute investigation into that. Will there be? No. Probably not. Probably no investigation whatsoever. But man, I tell you what, that's when Tucker saw saw that he had to be terrified. Can't wait to see him come out with a a, a video a video on that. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Curtis in Woodruff and see what's going on. Curtis, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, Charlie. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Really well, sir. What's on your mind today? I wanted to ask if you heard about the new um, Spartanburg School District 4 superintendent they're trying to slide in. He's from uh, Cherokee County, and he said blatantly on social media that he was basically swapping over to Spartanburg because it's more money and it's 5,000 less students. And it seems that Spartanburg County is just trying to slip him in there and everybody from Cherokee I've seen on WSPA and everything yeah. is glad he's leaving 
everybody in Spartanburg District 4 is pretty upset because he doesn't have the best track record. That's interesting. You know, I haven't seen that, but Cur- but uh, yeah, Curtis, I'm definitely going to look into that, buddy. I appreciate you letting me know about it. Thank you. All right. All right take care. Yep. Hey, I love getting tips like that. Uh, so that's um, Spartanburg 4, superintendent. We'll look into that story. Coming up, we'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Talking about Putin, Russia, Navalny, Tucker Carlson. Let's go to John in Greenville and talk to him. John, what's on your mind this after this evening? Rather, how are you? Hey, Charlie, doing great. Uh, you know the uh, the uh, uh, Alexei uh, Navalny, Navalny, his wife, whose name's Julia, she shows up at the Munich Security Conference and starts like defending her husband and everything else. I'm telling you, Charlie, these guys are being used absolutely like puppets. Yeah. And we don't know the full story. Just like people are killed in our jails, just, just like Epstein was killed in our prison. Yeah. We don't know because there is a resistance in Russia. And these guys over there, we don't know what even happened, but they're, they're claiming it had nothing to do with Putin, that they were actually moved. They moved him, uh, I think, three times before he, they, he finally got moved to what they called a polar wolf uh, prison. And they were trying to save his life because they knew something was up. So, Charlie, they actually moved that guy three times. So his wife shows up at the uh, Munich Security Conference Forum. She wouldn't even go see him in jail when he was in jail. All the time he was in jail, up until the time he was killed. And all of a sudden, she shows up at this forum. Now, the funny thing was, this forum was the next day, and she had this big old speech prepared about her husband. So here he is killed the day before, and she shows up at this conference with this big, long speech. Charlie, it, it, it really stinks. I mean, it, you can tell there was something really off about that whole situation. The other thing I wanted to mention to you yeah. is the Ukraine war with Russia. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because we have to, you know, get the truth out to the American people, that we are not getting the full picture and the full story of what's going on in the military realm. And the reason is, it's just like they've lied to us in every other area of our government. Yeah. They are covering up intelligence. So there's a city over there called uh, 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 Adivka, and they they were liberated by the Russian military from the Ukrainian military. These Ukrainians, Charlie, were coming to them. I sent you guys a video. Mm -hmm. They were coming to these guys in droves. They couldn't even hardly get down the road, and they had to just turn these people away and say, sorry, thank you, spasiba, spasiba, you know, thank you so much. They were giving them bags of food. They were giving them water. They were celebrating these guys' uh, a victory in their city in Ukraine. So there's another side of the story. Oh, I agree. I mean, is- this whole thing with Ukraine and 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 uh, that's just been a big propaganda campaign from the beginning. Absolutely, Charlie. And the guys, the guys that are in the military, and you can look it up. Many of them were were Nazi. Uh, uh, regiments, They're the whole the whole squad yeah. were nothing but Nazis. And these guys, now you have to understand too that just like Russia, 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 what have they been doing? They've been attacking Russia. Our country has been attacking absolutely with propaganda Russia on every aspect. Why are they doing that? It's because they know they get Putin out of the way. These globalists, as we've been talking about, 
along with the assistance of the deep state, uh, there's nothing to stop them. Russia is one of the few nations that stands in their way. So if if you think about that and we take the the entire picture into into its fullness and look at what's really happening in Ukraine, look at the corruption in Ukraine, before they, they put their puppet presidents in there, they said that, oh, it was one of the most corrupt nations on the, on the planet. Sure. And, and all of a sudden, you know, now they're, they're saying that uh, they're, they're so innocent, they're innocent people, they, you know, we're trying to protect them. Our country has put the, the Ukrainian people in the danger and the harm. They've lost a large population of their young uh, men in that country. They're, they, they're diminishing their population, and they don't care because Charlie... They've got an agenda for the usage of their territory. Yeah, that's so pretty. That's please, that's please, pretty scary. I absolutely, John. I appreciate it. In fact, there was a a peace agreement that was worked up that was going to be proposed between Russia and Ukraine, and Boris Johnson went over and told Ukraine not to take it. Interesting. Notice how nobody's calling for peace. Notice how nobody, everybody was calling for peace between uh, Israel and Hamas. Oh, we got to have peace. We got to have peace. Nobody's calling for peace with Ukraine and Russia. That's that should tell you something. It really should. All right. Hopefully tomorrow I will have some news about my eye. I got an ophthalmologist appointment tomorrow morning at about 1015. Going to go in, see what's going on. Um, from what I am seeing, I just don't know. I don't know. I've, I've seen all of this stuff about maybe a detached retina or a uh, whatever it is, but I know that it is aggravating and it is not getting better. I'm still looking through a dirty window in my left eye. That is no fun. So maybe tomorrow something, hopefully we'll know something uh, better tomorrow. And hopefully the treatment will be uh, quick and extremely successful because um, I don't want to miss you guys. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I have no idea. How long does it take to recover from uh, retina surgery. What are they going to want me to do? Will I be able to? And I told Will earlier, I said, listen, I went in the studio, there is producer studio. And I said, listen, if they're going to make me wear an eye patch, I'm going full pirate. I don't, I don't want the little patch with the tape around it. I want the full pirate eye patch. That's what I'm going to wear. It's not permanently, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to wear one for a little while. Right. Surely they've got pirate patches at the ophthalmologist office, don't they? I have no idea. Charlie, uh, there you go. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Charlie, I feel really hurt as a regular that you don't. Tr oh, never mind. Never mind. We'll get into that. All right. So the uh, carpro.com talk line 800-9050-989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Don't forget. My text uh, uh, web address on my my email address is what I'm trying to say is charlie at 989WORD. That's 989WORD. I would love to I love to get texts from you folks. So uh, and, uh, text me all your your uh, information about retinal surgery if I have to have it. But I really I will um, I'll let you guys know tomorrow. So doggone it. It's been a it's been, it's been a challenge. It really has. When this thing first popped up in my left eye last night, it was just, oh, it was awful. And then um, this morning was pretty bad. It got to, got a little bit worse this morning. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. All right, we're going to get out of here. I want you guys to go out there and just have a best night 
Enjoy yourselves. We had a lovely, lovely day weather-wise. Going to get some rain on Wednesday and maybe Thursday and Friday. So I hope you got out there and had a chance to enjoy this wonderful weather. We will see you tomorrow. As always, we love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.